You're listening to Trot the Egg In, a podcast sponsored by Bydell Sports, working closely with Witness Rugby Union Football Club and hosted by Dan and John. Right, mate, so we get to under-15s and under-16s when rugby become more than just taking part on it. Yeah. So who, who were your coaches in and around that and how was the standard you were playing? Under-16s, from what I can remember, we had Rob Payton and he was called Andy Underwood uh, at the time. Uh, from what I can remember, it was we were struggling to actually get like a tee, like a We'd get like a full fifteen, but we were struggling. Always like we always like one on the bench, um, so it it was really quite tough for us. So if we had a couple of injuries during the game, we'd we'd have to go men, a couple of men down uh, throughout the game. We would still win because we weren't really playing against great opposition. If I'm being honest, I right. think if we had a full team out and obviously however however many on the bench. You know, we could we could be playing against likes the likes of Warrington and Eccles at the time because they I, I remember that I remember them being really good. Yeah. Um, it it was I, I think I think at the time Warrington were that they were the best team. Um, if I remember right, they had the old Warrington court, just the courts, didn't he? Yeah. Was it? Um, or the Lee court, sorry, summer Abram. Uh, yeah, his son used to play, and he, his name was Dan Abram. Um, right. Yeah, he, he, I think he's still, I think he's playing semi-pro him now. But um, right. they, they were very good uh, yeah. at Warrington, and uh, we always, we always wanted to play them, but we never really got the chance to because obviously right. the league that we were in. Yeah, so we were the better players you were playing with at that age then, because I think that's just after I coached you. I stayed at fourteen and fifteen, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, so at, at that age. Players who really stood out to me uh, were like with the likes of um, Sean Mack. Oh, what he was! He, Sean Mack never really had a brain, but literally he could absolutely crucify people. Uh, yeah. and, and like they used to call him the Water Boy. He used to just banjo people every tackle. I'm sure um, not in the name that wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, we had him. Uh, I'm trying to think of players who stood out at 16. I thought Lewis was a good player at 16. Um, he had he played playing 10. He had quite some. He had a lad called Ollie, Ollie, Ollie Glover playing outside of him, um, and he, he was just a rugby league second row basically playing at centre. So he yeah. could hit, he could hit a good line and stuff like that. And I'd probably say that would be about it. The three players who stood out. Um, Probably the backs, I'd say. Yeah. Right. So after after sixteens comes junior cults. Was it junior cults for you, or was it straight into senior cults? How did uh, that no, happen? Was, we we played senior cults, so it was sixteen to nineteen year olds we were playing. Right. So there was always that physical. That's when I started really trying to go to the gym um, to put a little bit of beef on because it was quite slim. Um, I'm quite slim now, to be fair. Yeah. Sorry, someone's banging on my door. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started going to the gym and stuff, um, try and put a bit of size on. Because um, we were playing we were playing three years up, and even at 16, get playing against like grown, they were adult, well, they are classed as adults. Men, yeah, yeah, mate, men. it's a different game, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it was really, it was, it was, it was an eye opener. Like the first, I remember playing uh, Broughton Park, my first Colts game. 
my goodness me, like some of the lads they had were absolutely massive. And I was only 16. I was I was on the bench and I was going, oh, please, I don't want to come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, a, it was an eye-opener. And, and honestly, God, if I could tell anyone about Colts, literally about what we did and how how it was, what the wids do for you. Like, honestly, I could just talk about it for days because, yeah. honestly, Colts, and like yourself as well, Colts meant everything to you at the time. Yeah, best days of your life, aren't they? Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely yeah. loved it. So, were you, who did anyone manage to stay in, like, beef the team up, like, from the year before, or did everyone do one? Or no. Did you so get anyone? There was, a couple, there was a couple of players, like like uh, Joe Galloway, he stayed. Um, yeah. Sean Mack, he just got even better in my eyes when we played at Colts. He, he was absolutely fantastic. I don't know how how he didn't actually get picked up. Um, I, being honest, like, I remember we played a uh, failed uh, Lancashire Cup final at Wigan. Uh, it was the year I was captain. And we Paul, Paul Newall was saying before we got there, oh, they've got this, that, the other. You know, they've got Lancashire lads and at the time, the captain of Fylde was also the captain of Lancashire and he was playing inside centre. And literally, he kept on running at Sean all day and Sean just kept an absolutely banjo in. Like, he couldn't get through. Oh, watch his, like, we were getting told to watch his step and all this and Sean was fantastic. I, like, he, he was one player I, I always scratched my head at and thought, how, how is he not being picked up? Yeah. And that was at Colts. Yeah, so how, how was the journey to that cup final talk? Was a few of the key moments then, and who were the standout lads in certain points? Um, so we 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 got told again by Paul. He said he he said to us uh, it was semi final. We were playing Vale of Loon, and he said, "Josh, I'm being honest, can't see us winning against Vale of Loon." And I was I was a bit shocked, mate. Yeah. Coming from Paul, Paul wanting to win everything, and he's saying that we're going to lose, and it, something just clicked um, in when we played them, and we played like like out of our skin just to get in this cup final. It it just felt like it was meant to be. Um, a player who stood out to me, who I thought was fantastic, was Sheldon Sheldon Johnson. Um, yeah, I thought. I thought he was brilliant. He just glided through people like he was so fast. And we did a move from a scrum. Um, and he, I think he played. Uh, we put him at fullback for the for the move. It was um, over. Uh, yeah, overload. Did an overload yeah. with him, and he just danced through him. And we we ended up beating him. Uh, beating this male loon, and and basically we we had we had that. If we could beat them, we we knew we we're gonna be we we we're gonna win in the final. Right. So it's it's a well-used move, isn't it, mate? We don't want to give it away <laughs> people are listening, but it's, it's a well-used move. Oh, it's a great move. So successful first year then, mate? No, no, sorry. That, that, was, that, that, was, me, that was me third year as Colts. That was me third year. That was year. your third year. Re- nothing really happened in the first. So the first year, basically what happened was we got knocked out uh, by Stockport. Some lad hit yeah. a drop goal on his wrong foot from 40 yards out and beat us in the last minute. Um, oh, as you do. <laughs> as you do, yeah. And yeah. then the second year, that was the year I broke my collarbone. Uh, so I never right. really played anything that year. Um, yeah. Until the back end, um, and 
I think Tom Beach got yellow card. He was playing Lee away, and it was the quarterfinal. And it was literally like two minutes to go. And a lad who actually used to play for the Wigs scored the winning try against us. So Lee, Not Deacon. Yeah, Deacon, yeah. Deacon, oh. Deacon and uh, he went with the post and he beat us in the last minute. So uh, that that was that was really it. The Colts we didn't didn't really do anything if I'm being honest. Right. So while you're playing Colts, mate, are you venturing into open edge rugby? Or has it not quite happened yet? Um, I think I, I would say it was round about the. I don't know if it was the. No, it was the third year. It was the third year right. of Colts. I I, I I think I had a conversation with our James and he said that it'd be really good for you and it'll toughen you, it will really toughen you up and you'll, you know, it'll give you an eye open. If you want to play first team, then you have to go this way um, to play in the likes of the third team where it's all nitty gritty, second team, yeah. and then obviously up to the first team. But I I just wanted to play. I didn't care who I played for. Um, there's quite yeah. a lot of the lads who are like that. Don't care who they play for. As long as they play for the wids, that's all that matters. And yeah. that's all I wanted to do. Fair enough, mate. So, the third year, do you feel like you really started coming into your own? Third year, well, I had I had that responsibility of captain captain the Colts, so I I got a lot. I, got, I would say I got very confident that year, um, yeah. and it made me like like more talkative around the change room, around the club. Going up to like older heads around the club, like the likes of like Ivor and um, John Lottnan and people like that, and having conversations and stuff. And I would say, yeah, uh, it, it did. It did give me a, a boost in my confidence. I'd say. Right. So, do you remember your first open age game? I, I do. Yeah, I do. Taught me for a bit. So, at my first open age, to be fair, I think it only lasted about fifteen minutes. If I'm being honest, I started right. at nine. The, we played against Warrington at home. Um, I was for the second team it was, and I remember getting stamped on on the head um, within the first fifteen minutes, and I was just concussed and had to come off. Because uh, obviously I, I, I um, had Colts the day after, so I played obviously on the Saturday and then I had Colts on the Sunday, so they didn't want right. they didn't want to carry me on. Uh, but my first proper game, I'd say was a couple of weeks after that. Uh, Macclesfield it was. Um it was when Sean Newall and Dan Newall were in charge. Um I was playing Scrum Half at the time. Um playing that play, cheese was my number ten. With, um, <laughs> and we do you know what they, they were like I think they were top of the league they were and we weren't doing too great in that league at the time. And yeah. it got that down to like the last five minutes and all we had to do was see the game out and I think it was Alan Carr. Alan Carr was playing at um, number eight. He was, and he gave a penalty away in front of the post. Like picked up, uh, picked up from the back of a scrum, went himself like last couple of minutes, and give a penalty away, and uh, we got beat in the end by that penalty. Right. But that was that. That was the that was the first proper game that I do remember. Yeah. So you got a, a reality check when you went into open age rugby, then mate, with the stamp and the. Oh, I'll yeah, have to, like yeah. a, a lapse of discipline. Yeah. I, I, I think to be fair, I, I don't know if it was if I was just too soft or if it was too like slim or whatever. But I know I got I, I know I got like I got to or just give it in. I remember like when we went up to um, we went up to where was it now somewhere in Kendall it was played Kendall away, and I was playing started scrum half there, and 
I got smashed off the ball after like three minutes in, in into the game and I had to come off because it was all over the place. Uh, I, I yeah. just, it's just one of them back in the day, just getting smashed off the ball. Yeah, the, the contact's a lot different though, mate. So it's a little bit of naivety probably. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But it, it, like, I know myself, you target, your, your pivot players, yeah. your like the rugby union spine, don't yeah. you? And I think maybe we probably didn't look after you enough really earlier on. <laughs> But yeah. um, so when did the first team come around? How, how was it? Was it on the bench for a few times first, or was you straight in? Or... No, um, first first game it was uh, when Westy, uh, yeah, Dave Westhead was in charge. Um, right. He was getting me to come up to training and stuff, and I was I was yeah, I was keen to to play and stuff. And he said, "Come up, uh, you might you might get twenty minutes, uh, fifteen minutes at the end." And it was um, we played. Vale alone away, um, and we ended up. I came on last twenty. It was didn't really do much. Yeah. Just just hovered around, give the ball when I needed to, and stuff like that. But nothing really, nothing really came of it in that game. But we ended up getting the win, and that's what the main thing was. Yeah, I think you've come in at a tricky time there. I think you'll Dave was the right person at the wrong yeah. time, personally. And then, um, I, and then I remember my debut. That was the week after, and that was playing Penrith at home. And that was that was definitely an eye opener. The game was just yeah. so quick, and it was very very hard hard tackling, hard running, and it that was certainly an eye opener. Yeah, the the Cumbria teams oh, yeah. certainly different, yeah, aren't definitely, they? Definitely, definitely. So that's your earlier first team days, mate. In the last couple of years, you firmly established yourself. You've gone on and done really good things. Talk us through that record-breaking year and talk us through a few of the key points that you believe were like, defining moments for us. Well what, well, what can I say, really, about that year? Like, absolute crazy, like, year to win all three. I would have thought maybe we would have won, we would have won one. I never thought that we'd go on and win all three. Like, it, it was just an absolute team effort to get over the line and, like, that I looked, I looked at it. That we didn't really rotate the the squad, and there weren't many many injuries really, and the team just performed throughout. Like we we'd go away to Didsbury, like they they were the tough games, and the West Parks, and you know Didsbury was always a close game, and getting over the line. I think Andy Owens, uh, we played him away, and Andy got a penalty in the last minute from about forty out, and we beat him twenty points to nineteen, and that. They, they were just like the clinchers that just really like got us over the line. And it was just, like, like I say, it was just a team effort. Like it weren't just individual efforts during games. It was just, we all stuck, stuck in. We all bought into what, what Andy wanted and what Aldo wanted um, to get the ball wide, quick rugby and stuff like that. And it just showed like we, we just played some really good rugby. Yeah, I think most of us, or certainly who we've sports on track the egg in so far, they classed that away game when he kicked that penalty as a key moment. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously, I think what not many people know is I don't. You remember yourself? You didn't start that season that well, did you? No, we didn't. I think we we I think we lost the first two games. Um, from it, what I remember, I remember. We played against Bro- not Broughton. Who was it now? Some team in, some team in Manchester. Anyway, 
Uh, we played some team in Manchester and um, we literally were winning the game and uh, Tom Whitfield, I think it might have been his first game for the for the first team and he decided to a box kick um, in his own 22 um, and it just literally went backwards. Everyone was offside and we got beat by a kick um, and I remember that clear as day. I can't remember the other defeat that we had but we did we did lose two that that year, but we we just made up for it in the end. Yeah, I feel and from what I witnessed, you've become closer. Like you said previously, you're all bought into Andy Max ideas. New people come on board up front with like Aldo and um, uh, Barraclough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think things changed, didn't they? After that first month, I saw you. You certainly become the team we all thought you could yeah. become. So that'll take us on to me. It's a tricky question and I, I didn't send it in actually. I've only asked it once or twice. So do you know this mini league we're in and we've broke yeah. away? Do you feel that you just could go on and play a better standard or do you feel it's better that we stay where we are? It, it, it is a tough question. Um, I, I, I had a good think about it today. Basically, my views on it is that we've been in that league now for two years. We've beaten every team within that league, um, com- like, not comfortably, but we've hammered teams that, you know, we don't really want to be doing that. We want, if we want to play games, we want good, good, solid games like the likes of Didsbury, yeah, and Oldham and West Park. They're, they're like your three big games, if I'm being honest. I don't even class LSH as a big game, like, even though we hate each other. I just don't class them as a big team anymore. They used to be, but yeah. they're just not up there anymore. Um, I think it really opened my eyes when we played up in um, the National Cup against Old Bradleyans up in Halifax. I think that was really a test to see where we're at. We didn't have a full-strength team out in my eyes. I, we missed a couple of people. Tom O'Neill got red-carded the week before, so we missed him. Mass, massive loss. He's one of the best players I've played with by a country mile. Um, yeah. I, you don't know. If we had Tom or whatever, we we might have won. But the players that we did have, they did, they did do a certainly good job because they were such a well-drilled team. They were very big, very strong, powerful. And, you know, we only got beat. We, the score was, I can't remember the score, but we, we'd only got beat by a little bit. And they were in a quite a, a decent standard league and they would not lost in God knows how many games. And I just thought to myself, like, I... I want to be playing against like good teams, like like we played Burnage in the first r- round of the Lancashire Cup, and they're in what what league yeah. are they in? Two leagues above or one league above? And we we turn yeah, them yeah. over. So I don't I don't see why we can't move up. I, I think we've got the the right lads. We've got young lads coming through, the likes of Lewis Bates. You've got yeah Will Patient, and then you've got all the you've got all the Colts as well, uh, who who, who yeah. are all going to be keen to play. And and good, and that's what that's what it should be like. Oh, I agree, mate. Yeah. So before we move on, I, I, we didn't bring it back up, but you managed to kick on and have representative honours, mate, in senior rugby, didn't you? Do you want to talk us yeah, through that? Yeah. So when we won the Lancashire Cup, I got, believe it or not, I got scouted for Lancashire. It was so I went to Lancashire training, did did free training sessions because that's what it was. Um. Yeah. Like they were they were playing me on the wing, and I was so I ended up saying to him like, 
end up saying, like, I've just won the Lancashire Cup at number 10, captained it. Why are you playing me on the wing? And I don't think they liked what I said, um, yeah. being from Widness, because there was no, I, I, I couldn't believe that no one else got picked, the likes of Sean or Sheldon, because, like, we won yeah. the Lancashire Cup, and I turned up there, and there was like five, like, there were five filed lads, um, and I just thought to myself, this is just a farce, this. This is just an absolute farce. So I, I didn't really get off the good steps, and I basically said that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing if you want, if I want, to, if you want me to play on the wing. So I end up like paying it off, and then two days later, I got a call from Cheshire. Um, Cheshire said, would a, would a mind playing for them? Um, and I said, yeah, would it be playing ten? And he said, yeah. Uh, so I was, I was made up. So played played three games for Cheshire. Um, but the first game, believe it or not, was a warm-up game against Lancashire. <laughs> it was a warm-up game. And I came out, run out in my, in my, in my, Lanc- uh, in my Cheshire game. And the coach who had said all that to me was there. And uh, he goes, what are you doing? And I went, what do you mean? I'm doing? And I went, oh, witnesses in Cheshire, you know. I went, I can play for Cheshire. And he went... Well, well, I was going to pick you at ten. I went, no, you weren't. So I was stop like yeah. that. Um, and then, to be fair, we had, we had, I I got I think got forty minutes and then got took off. Uh, we ended up getting beat in that game, and uh, it right. was you know what? It was a great experience. I do wish I could have got scouted for a bigger team or whatever, but you know what? Which which means too much to me. So, I, I, and you got a better start. Oh, and you got a bit of stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't wear that to, to this day. Good man. So, uh, a quick one. What are your goals for the next couple uh, of years, mate? So, what I'd say is next couple of goals mm, to obviously get back playing whenever that may be. Because um, obviously with yeah. COVID and everything, you don't you don't you don't know what's going to happen. Anything could literally happen. Um, let's say next couple of years, hopefully maybe win some more trophies if we can. Um I would I was I believe it or not, I would class myself as quite a senior part of the first team. Even though I'm only twenty four, there is quite a lot of younger lads who are playing, but I have played quite a lot of the old you know, like I've played quite a lot of games I'd say. So I would say yeah. take more of a like a leadership role, not like captain or anything. I would I would never consider that at, at all at this stage or, or in the next couple of years. I would just say take more of a senior role um, and just, like I said, win some more trophies. Good stuff, mate. Sounds very attainable. So we're up to you one to 15, <laughs> mate. So do you want to, where do you want to start? Front got, row or full back? Front row. Front row. Um, right. Whenever um, you're ready, mate. So this is just a mix of players who, who I've played with, who I thought, you know, who should be in the team. So... Number one, I've gone for Big Arnie. Big Arnie. Yeah, you know, brilliant. Um, Pav at number two. As you think his throwing's been great and he's quite a fit hooker. Um, Juzzy, just because, you know, he's just a wind-up merchant and he's also a great a great uh, prop and he, he's got good hands on him. Um, as a... Yeah. As a... One of the most underrated lads, I think, in the actual team. Comes up very, very yeah, exactly. Like the amount of tries he scored yeah. for us in the last couple of years when we 
Some of them finishes as yeah, well were crazy, aren't they? It was like it must have been at like a fifty meter one. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, and then I've gone for Mike Jones at number five. Um, another yeah. solid lad, good at tackling, running the ball in. So this this one might shock you. This one. Um, so number six. Right. Um, I know he was on a year for a couple of like for a year, but Brad Gardner, Fiji, Fiji oh, Brad. Yeah. There was just something. You love Brad. You had the yeah. little bromance, didn't you? Honestly, I, I don't. I know what I said about Sean Matt being good at tackling, but I've never seen a lad not miss a tackle, and and he Brad Gardner did not miss a tackle from from the games I played. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, at number seven, uh, I've gone for another hard nut. You might know him. You might not. Um, gone for Craig Farmer. Uh, lad, a play, a oh play yeah, yeah. Brilliant, great, great number seven. Um, I've gone for Tom O'Neill at number eight. Tom O'Neill yeah. speaks for himself, doesn't he? Fantastic. He's it does, mate. Great yeah. player. Um, number nine. I played him quite a lot in rugby league. I'm going to go for Ben Karelius. Ben Karelius, yeah. one of the he, he's just magic. Like surprised he's not give it a go, Ben. The wits. I, I think yeah. he's an absolute fantastic player, and he, he certainly could be playing like high, very high standard uh, in rugby league. He's he's very good, very good. Um, number ten, uh, captain. I've gone for Kev. Just he's just a phenomenal player, and he he just literally can do anything, yeah. do anything. Um, number eleven. I don't know if you, you like me with this. I put him on the wing. I've gone for Andy Owens on the wing. Um, goal yeah. kicking, dummying, sidestepping, the lot amazing. Um, number twelve inside centre, Sean Mack, um, the water boy doesn't miss a tackle. Um, Thirteen gone for Dave Welsh. Uh, Welshy, yeah. I I would say I looked up to him. I would say when I was playing, uh, when I was at least playing number ten anyway at uh, first team. He was always that person that I could go, I could give it to, and he'd also help me out. And yeah, I always thought he was a very, very strong, talented player. Uh, yeah, yeah number fourteen. Uh, I've gone for Sheldon on the wing, um, like yeah. like lightning. And then at number fifteen, I played a couple of games, but he already made me mind up. Just playing at fifteen, one of your good mates, uh, Matthew Smith Smigger, fantastic. Oh yeah, one of the best fullbacks I've well definitely played with. He's uh, he, he's absolutely fantastic. I um, wish he was back playing at the Wits, but he's loving it up in uh, Australia, isn't he? He is, mate. He's bronzed. Yeah, he's he's ailing. From what I've been told, he's, he's living uh, the dream. He's doing very well. He there. is, mate. And that's me. Yeah. And that's me once. All right. Me. Well, thanks very much. Uh, it's been a pleasure, mate, and thanks for coming on and being honest and opening up about your Wits career really we didn't get on to your rugby league but I think that just epitomises what the club means see that it, it just never yeah, come up did it know, so it, it, it means uh, that much to me I've got the Wits tattooed on my bum <laughs> yeah <correct>. <laughs> <laughs> but no thanks very much for coming no, on no mate worries, appreciate John, thanks it thanks very much for having us alright mate no. thanks for listening to the latest episode of Trot the Egg we appreciate all your feedback and don't forget to like, subscribe and share the podcast to your friends and family.